When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Heard at Sports presents the Damon Benning Show with Ravi Lula. Here comes the all-out blitz. Tonga Bailoa to throw. Heaves. Left corner. End zone. It is caught along the sideline. In play. Touchdown. Oh, wow. Octavian Smith got his foot in. NC State wants to see the replay, but what a grab. Got a white boy on my roster. He be feeding me pasta and lobster. Wrapping up the show here. Sorry, Shane's bump music really threw me off there. <laughs> okay. Wrapping up the show here on the Damon Benning Show with Ravi Lula, Avery Howard in for DB this morning. I want to tell you real quick about our friends at Rockbrook Camera. They're not just about selling you a camera. They're about helping you become a real photographer and the best photographer you can be, whatever that means for your life, whether you're just trying to record your memories or taking professional pictures, Rockbrook, Co- uh, Rockbrook Camera has you covered. They'll support you after the sale, and they've got great technology, all the newest uh, technology you could possibly want. If you're just trying to try some things out or just need something temporarily, you can rent from them or you can trade in your old gear to upgrade. Go to rockbrookcamera.com to learn more or visit them at 168th and Center in Omaha or 70th and Pioneer in Lincoln. Joining us now to talk about the Maryland Terrapins is Jeff Ehrman from Inside MD Sports. Jeff, how are you this morning? I'm doing well. How are you? You're probably doing a little better than we are covering a 5-0 and football team. You've got a certified actual real-life quarterback back there as well, um, which must be nice. Uh, I guess coming into this season, what were your expectations versus what's played out so far a little less than halfway through the season? Yeah, I mean, I think the expectations were that they'd get off to a good start, whether it was 5-0 and or 4-1. and The schedule's been very favorable early on. They've been big favorites in pretty much every game so far. But, you know, they've, they've, looked, they've looked pretty good overall. They have a few flaws. But, you know, I think they've obviously lived up to what everybody expects. Now it's a matter of can you go ahead and beat, you know, at least one of these big three, Ohio State, Penn State, or Michigan, to really make it a great season. Hey there, Avery here. I've I got a question for you about the coach mm-hmm. Mike Loxley here and just the incremental success he's had year after year being the head coach now. We're kind of going through that here with Coach Rule and just him being a developmental program and talking about how you know it takes time and there's a process. But you know, 2019 went 1-8 in conference two and three in conference seven and six and then last year eight and five overall just you know what do you think led to that success and just kind of buying into that process from the players yeah you know he's he's taken his time with it he's developed a new culture the culture was not great when he arrived so it took a while to transition uh he's also a really good recruiter you know he's he's the best recruiter you know, arguably Maryland's ever had between this stint and the previous two times he was there as running backs coach and offensive coordinator. He recruited a lot of their best players, guys like Vernon Davis and Sean Merriman. So the talent has really been upgraded 
significantly the athleticism and then you know the biggest thing is is probably Talia Tungavailoa coming yeah. in Maryland hadn't been able to find a really good quarterback you know quarterback's been a ma- major issue for them for years until he arrived so he's been the biggest piece of the turnaround uh, Jeff, you mentioned Tugavailoa, and he's obviously gotten off to a really good start this year, just three interceptions mm-hmm. and 13 touchdowns. It's a uh, – the, the kind of efficiency there in terms of the interceptions had been a little bit of a concern the last two years, 11 and 8 interceptions respectively. Has he done something that you've noticed that's changed his ability to not make those mistakes, or is it sort of just, hey, it's early in the season, we haven't really seen it all yet against this level of competition? Yeah, you know, a big chunk of it is definitely the level of competition. They haven't really been challenged. Uh, he does look a little more comfortable back there. They have a new offensive coordinator, Josh Gaddis. I think the play calling has been improved, and that's helped him a lot. And he's not forcing as many things. You know, he's had a few moments where he was, but he's not forcing as many things as he was before. So he just looks a little more confident and relaxed back there this year than he has in previous years. But for the most part, he's fairly similar to the guy that we've seen before. Outside of Tagovailoa, who has really stepped up on the offensive side of the ball? Maybe somebody that you weren't quite as sure about heading into the season because Tagovailoa was kind of a known commodity, um, but not mm-hmm. everybody else on the offensive side of the ball was. Well, last week it was Ty Felden, a receiver who they felt like was really talented for years, was stuck behind some bigger-name guys. He had three touchdowns last week, uh, all in over 100 yards for the first time. Uh, so he's the guy who stepped up. But, you know, overall there hasn't been a, a guy who's really busted out because they spread the ball around so much. Uh, you know, no one is really able to post gaudy stats. You know, Caden Prather, a receiver, f- transferred from West Virginia. He's been good, but that was expected. You know, so there hasn't been a, a big surprise. I would say really the biggest surprise might be that Roman Hemby, their running back, isn't putting up, you know, big numbers like he did last year. But otherwise it's it's just – it's hard to pinpoint one guy because they, they, they involve everybody. You talk about just the, the strength of schedule, not really challenging Maryland so far this season. You have a big challenge this weekend in Ohio State. What do, you, what do you see being those biggest challenges for this team that you know, is 5-0, and has a lot of confidence, but maybe hasn't faced a test like Ohio State yet? Yeah, I think the big challenges will be on defense. You know, defense has been good statistically. A lot of that is because they've forced a ton of turnovers. Mm-hmm. I haven't looked at where they are this week, but heading into the last game, they were tied for second nationally in turnovers. So that's kind of masked some issues uh, you know, up front and also in pass coverage. So I think that's going to be a big thing. Can the defensive line hold up? Ohio State's offensive line hasn't been great, but they still always have so much talent there. Um, offensively, I think they should be able to put up points. You know, the offense is really good. There's a lot of playmakers, as you mentioned. Uh, Tungvaloa is playing really well. So, f- to me, I think the biggest challenge would be defensively just limiting Ohio State, keeping them from going up and down the field, especially because they're coming off a of bye week and have had plenty of time to prepare. Jeff, I'm always curious about teams that have kind of an outstanding quarterback and especially when they're kind of the key to a turnaround the way Tagovailoa has been with Maryland. How do you feel that once Tagovailoa moves on from Maryland, are they set up to be successful past that, or are they going to be pretty dependent on bringing in another guy at that level? Yeah, that's the million-dollar question. You know, he's been so important for them in this turnaround. And I think that there's a chance you could drop off a little bit without him. Obviously, anytime you lose a star 
you know, quote unquote franchise quarterback. That's always a possibility. But I do think Loxley's built a program up now to where it's more attractive to recruits. You know, expectations inside the program are higher. Disciplines improve, things like that. So, you know, I don't, I don't think that they'll just completely fall off or fall back to the struggles they were in before Talia arrived. But it's definitely a valid question. On the defensive side of the ball, I'm going to go back to that just because it's seen so much success this season. Do you think it's been a change in identity and just buying into it? Or what do you think has led to just, I mean, outside of the turnover ratio, but like just what's led to the dominant defense this Maryland team's also seen to supplement that offense so far this year? Uh, you know, I mean, defensive coordinator Brian Williams has done a great job since taking over. Maryland was perennially in the bottom one or two in the Big Ten in a lot of defensive stats. They've been much better. The adjustments he's made have really worked consistently. I mean, I think they there's some stat like they're allowing 2.8 points per game in the third quarter during their mm-hmm. last 10 games. So he's been really good. And then it really just has been uh, how opportunistic the defense has been. You know, they've They've just been piling interceptions. Uh, Tarheeb still, a cornerback, has three interceptions. He's been really good. He's a little bit banged up heading into this week, but you know, so they're hoping he'll be able to go because they're fairly limited at cornerback. But you know, the big story has just been the turnovers, to be honest. Jeff, not to look past Ohio State, but as you kind of look at the rest of the season as a whole, what do you think are reasonable expectations for Maryland the rest of the way out? I think it's a team that that should win nine games. You know, there's several winnable games on the schedule. Illinois, Rutgers, I think the game out there, and Nebraska is probably, you know, a 50-50-ish kind of game. You're so generous. Uh, we appreciate that, Jeff. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I wouldn't be surprised uh, unless, you know, unless you guys lose out or something like that. I wouldn't be surprised if, if Nebraska's favored or it's a really close line. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it's a long way to go for Maryland. They haven't typically been a great road team, so you know, I think it's nine wins is a very realistic goal, and you know, you just if you can take care of the ones that you're supposed to win and pull uh, pull off one upset of, among the big three, then it's you know a dream season. Jeff, last question before we let you go here: uh, What's a kind of a storyline with this team that you're monitoring locally that maybe those of us outside of the area haven't paid much attention to? Um. That's a, that's a really good question. To me, the biggest thing is actually off the field is with recruiting because they've recruited pretty well mm-hmm. over the years, done really well in the transfer portal. But that's the big question to me. Uh, can they parlay this good season into then getting a higher level caliber of player that you're getting and then that kind of propels it to where you're avoiding that letdown after this season. So, you know, that's not on the field, obviously, but I think in terms of looking at the program from above, uh, that's that to me is a big question. Can you capitalize on this year and get some recruits you wouldn't have gotten in previous years, and you know, use that to kind of find more upward mobility, rise up the Big Ten. That's Jeff Ehrman, InsideMDSports.com. Jeff, we really appreciate your time. We'll talk to you again soon. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. Thank you. Terrific stuff there from Jeff Ehrman again, InsideMDSports.com. Make sure you check out his work over there, Avery. How do you how do you feel like it went? That was your first <laughs> first sh- full show. How do you feel? Went great. You went feel great. good? Yeah. Thanks. Thanks for making it so easy. I didn't scare you off or no, anything. No, We're okay. No, no. Well, hopefully we'll have you back sometime and uh, we can do this again. I had a good time. I know Shane had a good time over there. 
Uh, he likes talking to people other than me, so I'm sure. <laughs> that's <he>, true. <laughs> I'm sure he gets. He's happy to have some new faces around here as well. Uh, that's all for today on the Damon Benning Show with Ravi Lula. Thank you genuinely to Avery Howard uh, for joining me here today. We will be back tomorrow with more of the Damon Benning Show with Ravi Lula on Herd at Sports Radio.